When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi guys, welcome back to another video from the channel. Um, this is the video as promised in relation to co-parenting with a narcissist. I want to qualify this by saying that I'm not coming from a point of view that we're all perfect you know, parents and perfect people. We know that we're imperfectly or perfectly imperfect, I should say. So we will do our best for our kids. We will want the best for them. We won't always get it right. So we have to accept that. But the difference, the difference between you and the narcissistic parent is that you genuinely want what's best for your children, whereas the narcissistic parent wants what's best for themselves, even though they will use the vocabulary of wanting what's best for their children. So I would say in life that co-parenting with a toxic parent or someone that has narcissistic personality disorder is one of the hardest things you will ever have to do. It's one of the hardest things to achieve a good outcome from, but I don't believe it's impossible. I do qualify and say that it's really hard. So I am not a psychologist. I am not a child expert by any manner of means. And I have made my own share of mistakes. I have parented and still parent. Um, I had three boys. But guys, um, I've learned an awful lot. So what I'd like to do is share my personal experience with you, give you um, an opinion on what I've gleaned from many sessions of life coaching with our community and what I've learned after researching the whole thing and particularly what I know now about narcissism. So we can navigate the area as, as best we can in a generalized way because every situation with a narcissistic parent and your children is going to be so different 
to the next person that comes along. And that's why I would in this area really recommend that you get the support you need to navigate this lifetime situation, this big life event of co-pairing with a narcissistic parent to customize it to your particular experience. Because look, guys, we have some narcissists that, you know, live in different countries that don't have anything to do with their children or want anything to do with their children. We have other narcissists that dip in and dip out depending on their supply situation. We have other narcissists that want to see, want access to their children, but don't want any responsibility with their children. And then we've other narcissists that actually want to control the children totally, have the children live with them all the time and have their children as nearly a primary, you know, main source of supply and want to live through their children. So advice given in this particular form is not going to be applicable you know, to each of those different situations. But generalized advice in relation to dealing with a narcissistic parent, I hope will help. So the first thing I'd say is to to realize that with a narcissist, they manipulate every individual situation. So every situation where they feel empowered or that they have control over you will be used. So this is a particular, if a narcissist is going to, you know, be in the your, your joint children's lives, this is a particularly juicy, if I can describe it like that, juicy situation in relation to supply for them. Because your children obviously are your precious, you know, loved ones and if a narcissist has control over a vulnerable loved one of yours or any measure of control, they have huge amount of control over you and your emotions in particular. And remember, narcissists want emotional supply from their victims. So that's why I use the word juicy. Perhaps it's an inappropriate word for a painful situation, but that's the best way I can describe that this would be a fantastic situation for a narcissist to manipulate. The other thing I'll say is there's a difference between if you've just been discarded by a narcissist, they will use the divorce process and the child custody situation to continue to get supply from you. So it's really, really hard if you're navigating your heartbreak and the the effect of the narcissistic abusive relationship that you've gotten out of and the damage that that's done to you as a person and also have to navigate a divorce process or plus a child custody case. So it gets easier. The initial stage is often hugely traumatic and you really, guys, you really, really need support. You get whatever support you can possibly get if you've just been discarded, particularly if there are children, because this is the most vulnerable time for you to be manipulated by a narcissist, for them to really put you through the ringer, to punish you for, 
you know, basically letting them down in the relationship. They will see you as really treacherous at this stage. You'll be really painted black and they will do everything they possibly can to hurt you. And they will use whatever tools they can to hurt you. And divorce is one tool and your children is a huge tool, obviously, to manipulate you emotionally. So one thing I'd advise, that's the first thing I'd advise, is to get support. The second thing I'd advise is to contact a child psychologist. And this may sound weird, but for yourself to give you guidance, explain to them this is the situation that you're in a situation with a narcissistic, which with a person you consider to be a narcissistic parent and you want to do the best for your children in this situation. Now, even though I don't agree with this, a lot of the courts in a lot of states and countries believe that it's better for children to have some contact with an abusive parent, that it's better for them to have contact than none. I don't agree with this. I think it's terrible, but it's what a lot of people are faced with. It's the reality we're faced with. And on the other hand, it, it would be difficult, I suppose, for authorities and a government to fully um, decide if, so, if a parent was abusive without a huge lot of documented evidence. Which brings me to the second point. Document everything. Keep a diary of any interactions you have with the with your co-parent and any effect or things that your child might say after having been with them. Just keep a diary, a daily diary, because at some stage, if that parent is highly abusive, you will need something to back it up. Just coming out with a statement like, and you'll be in an emotional state saying, I can't let the children go to this parent. They're, you know, terribly distraught when they come back. That's only your say so in a court situation. And, you know, a lot of you have a lot of narcissists saying this in court as well, saying that the children were very distressed when they came back from their from the, the parent who actually really loves them and cares for them and is healthy. So a court will look for, you know, examples. And if you're lawyer can bring up examples on a particular day. This is documented evidence. You know, my client has kept over a long period of time. It'll back up your case and your statement and it'll show that it will show that you have used, you know, diligence and um, mental fortitude in making such a document for the welfare of your child. So that's two things we've covered, getting support and documenting any kind of evidence of abuse or evidence of your child being upset. Now, the next thing to do is to be very aware that the narcissist will use the situation against you and they will also want to get you into a state where you emotionally react and appear unstable and if a child psychologist talks to the children about do you ever see mummy or daddy, you know, being upset or shouting or, you know, whatever, what is it like to live with mummy or daddy? If you've been, it's a terrible thing, guys, to hold on to yourself. But in front of the children in particular, don't let the narcissist upset you. 
This will be the hardest thing you've ever had to do because they will pull your strings in relation to your child. They will say things to you like uh, you're you're crazy. You know, you really you really need to do this. You're not doing this properly for our child. Our child is suffering because of you. You know, you're unstable and you need treatment and you're not a good parent and the children shouldn't be allowed near you. All these dreadful things they will say in projecting onto you their issues. They will also unfortunately try to in some instances now, it doesn't always happen like this. This is the instances when the narcissist is very still wanting to control you through your children and wanting maybe full custody of the children to one, punish you and two, get supply. This is the worst case scenario. It doesn't always pan out like this. You can often get away from the narcissist by putting distance between you and them. There's various tactics you can use to lessen the amount of, of access they have to your children. But this is when I'm talking about the full on, you know, the full on confrontation with the narcissist who's battling you for access or custody of your children. So be aware that this person is just playing a game. They're playing a game that they're actually enjoying. They're going to turn up late for, you know, picking the children up or leaving the children back. They're going to cancel arrangements at last, the last minute. They're going to look for what triggers you emotionally. So whatever way they can get you best and see you reacting best, they will use that particular manipulation over and over again. It's like in any situation with a narcissist, whatever you emotionally react best to, get upset about, you know, maybe go crazy about, start shouting at them about, whatever you lose it over, they'll push at that wound and they'll keep pushing at that wound because that's the easiest way, the least amount of energy expended to get the most amount of emotional supply from you and to empower them the most. So what we have to try and do in these situations is to, even if you're you're distraught, you're, you know, you're at boiling point, you can't believe they've done something. You have to practice grey rock. You have to practice no emotional response. And if, if you find, oh my God, Paula, I, you know, he or she triggers me to such an extent, I just lose it. I'm tired. I've been up all night. I'm trying to keep two jobs and look after the kids. I'm in a, you know, a, a dreadful state emotionally. I can't do it. Most parents, if at this point when they're about to be triggered, think if I get triggered and emotionally react, it's going to negatively affect my kids. It's the people that are going to suffer the most are my kids because the narcissist will continue to turn up late, continue to say misappointments, um, continue to do whatever abuse they're doing to the kids that gets you crazy, that gets you to emotionally react. So it's really, really important that you negate their game. You have the power to to dim the narcissism in co-parenting with a narcissist, if that makes sense. By you really adhering to the principle of not reacting to the 
triggers that the narcissist uses through your joint children to get you to react crazily. If you can keep that on a flat line where you give the no reaction, the yes or the no, and if they turn up late or they, you know, whatever situation they're going to use to push you to the brink, what you do is just respond with saying noted. You know, if they're saying I'm, we're turning up late or they don't let you know at all, you know, you send them a text and say, um, it's now, you know, 4.30. Uh, I know the kids were due back at 3.30. Can you give me an update on the situation? You don't go in and say, you have another kid's bed at four. It's an hour late. And, you know, uh, what the hell is going on? And, you know, you bastard or you, you bitch. And, you know, I need to go out. And you don't do that. That's exactly what they want you to do. You send a one line, you know, note noting that they're not there at a certain time and asking for an update. And this is your documented evidence that you, whatever you write, know that that will be read out or could be read out in a court situation. That's what you want to practice. A huge amount of calmness, a huge amount of understanding that the way you react can one, negate the narcissism and two, will have a direct effect on your children. It's the hardest thing you'll have to do in your life. It requires the most discipline, guys. It requires the most maturity. It requires the most understanding of the narcissistic personality disorder. And it requires the most amount of love and strength from you, which I know you have within yourself to do. Once the narcissist isn't getting the supply that they thought they were sure they would get, I mean, they're not going to they're not going to be able to believe the fact that they're not getting the value out of you at this stage after discarding you. And particularly in this situation where they would have thought they could drive you crazy, they're going to feel very disempowered. They're going to change tactics a few times. I mean, if one doesn't work, they're going to try and use other tactics. They're never going to give you an easy time over the children. It will, it could ease out like in a year or two's time. And I hope that's not too much or triggering to hear for anyone. You have to be prepared for the long road with this, even if they get distracted with their new supply and they leave off on you in relation to the kids. You have to be prepared for the long road with it. And once you kind of can accept that, and know that this is going to be one of the biggest challenges of your life, but a challenge that you can, with the right approach, really succeed in achieving the outcome that you desire and not have everything manipulated and driven forward on the narcissist's terms. You can go to court intermittently if necessary. You can produce your documentation. You can request uh, psychology reports on the children and you can ask and request a psychological assessment of the other parent. There are tools you can use to minimise the damage or effect that the interaction with the narcissistic parent will have on your joint children. Answer questions calmly, obviously, you know, with the kids, don't... Uh, hard as it is, don't critique 
the other parent in front of them. I would suggest just saying that different people have different ways of doing things. And this is mummy's or daddy's way of doing things. And, you know, how do you feel about that? Do you feel okay, you know, with this? And you have to kind of talk to your child and just explain that people are different and, you know, other people's ways might be right or might be wrong. But at some stage, you know, the child will be able to make their own mind up about that. And it's all about learning about life and seeing, you know, what works for the ch your child. So a, a child psychologist will help with that greatly. But what you don't want to do is be downing the other parent because the child, your child will obviously go back to the other parent. And that's actually supply for your ex-narcissist. And they will use that against you with any information the child, your child will share between the two of you. So guys, I don't know if there's anything that I've left out in relation to that other than you and your influence and hopefully your friends and family influence or if your children have older siblings or extended family will be able to show your child an important way of life, like your belief in how to live life with empathy, etc. And they will come to a stage where they have that in them. That's going to be in them. What what they see from you is going to be hugely significant. And they need to see an opposing view to that of the narcissist to give them balance. And at a later stage in their adult life, we would hope that they would choose empathy having learned it at least from one source. So guys, if there's any questions on this that you have, please leave them in the comments if you feel like um, we should do another video in this area because it is crucial. It's, um, it's a hugely concerning element of narcissistic abuse, having children with a narcissist. And just before I go, there's one last tip I would give and I actually saw this working. It was used by one narcissist on another narcissist in a in a co-parenting situation. And the narcissist that had custody of the children would always praise the other narcissistic parent for always paying maintenance on time and saying, you know, you always do that. You never let me down. You know, you're a great parent in that respect. And that praising the narcissist when they did the right thing seemed to actually have a positive effect because I saw that narcissist always. Now, there's, there's a bit of extra information there that I, I, you know, that may have influenced the fact that the narcissist always paid the maintenance on time because the narcissist wanted access to the kids and had gone through a different experience where we're with another uh, set of children where they were denied access because they didn't maintain the maintenance payments. But at the same time, I did see that praise and admiration for the narcissist working. So I know you will want the best for your kids. So the Grey Rock method, obviously the non huge amount of non emotional reaction. And also if you can bring yourself for your children's sake to praise the nar your narcissistic ex at some stage down the road. I mean, this would be very hard to do at the beginning, but 
you know, praise them and reinforce the praise for anything that they do that's good with the kids. Look, it's an option. I'm not saying to do it, but it's an option. I've seen it working. So that's about all I have on that at the moment. As I say, if there's any further detail that you would like discussed or have questions to ask about, please leave um, a comment or contact me via email at narxcon at gmail.com. Thanks, guys. Have a very good day and I'll see you again soon. Thanks. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.